Hey everybody, it's Andy. And this is Dave. And before we get into this week's episode, we'd like to do a little announcement. As you may have noticed, in the last few episodes, we've been including a guest in our random ramblings. The reception of this idea has been very positive, and we'd like to continue with it. If you or somebody you know would like to be a guest on the show, or have a suggestion of somebody you would like to hear from, please contact us at the following locations. You can reach me at my email, dpalay, that's D-P-A-L-A-Y, at rapodcast.net. You can reach me at my email, which is QS23, QS numbers two and three at RAPodcast.net. We have a Twitter account, which is twitter.com slash RAPodcast. On our forums, you can just sign up and talk about it. It's going to be under the non-episode topics. Or any other place on the interwebs that you can find us. So thank you for your continued support of the podcast. And without further ado, on with the show. Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 106, recorded live on Wednesday, June 17th, 2009. And here are your hosts, the man who just came in from coding, Dave Play. That makes it sound like I'm on drugs. The man who just came in from cleaning the kitchen, Andy Lowe. Hi. And the man who just came in from the shop, Click Pick Tony. Hi, how's it going? I want to clarify that I'm not on drugs. You yeah, 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 coding, not codeine. Right, <laughs> like with the, the with code monkey. Writing code, uh, <laughs> not not taking painkillers. Hi, the man who just came in from Odine. <laughs> no, <laughs> you just you just take out the C and then you're Odine. Right, yeah, uh, codeine. Bad, well, codeine. Andy, stop. <laughs> Well, we're already starting off on a great foot here. Yeah, this, this is fantastic. Um, just to clarify, hey, Tony, where are you from? I actually live in Houston, Texas, so... <laughs> no, uh, no, no, on the internet, where are you from? Oh, yes. Uh, I actually help out help out a man named Johnny Nero. Uh, we run a website called epicdefault.com, and uh, you guys have actually helped us out with a few different things there. Yeah, mm-hmm. since Dave, on my vacation, decided to jump ship while I was away. <laughs> I still put up the, the can episodes i know there was nothing else to do i wasn't going to record another episode by myself but i still remember you saying before i left man it will be so nice not to have to worry about recording an episode for two weeks and what I do i bored. do when i see dave's twitter account i got <laughs> bored <laughs> i think actually we were able to that that was our first successful uh recording of a podcast where we didn't have to use the uh the other people's recordings we were actually able to do it just on my laptop over skype and using the the eight track recorder we got yeah it's 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 kind of funny because i've been actually arguing with some of the sarcastic gamer guys about this about whether or not to actually use everybody's individual recording tracks and then emailing everybody these basically giant files because it's an hour long podcast you're talking 600 700 megabytes loading them up to ftb servers downloading the whole nine yards i just record on skype and i've tried episode 94 andy's experiment i've tried to actually have dave record his episode then upload it and then i'll download it and then edit and then i couldn't really tell the difference it's just Skype is so simple. It works. It is really simple and it works. The only, the, I guess the biggest catch is uh, if you've got people with good microphones and they're actually recording and how much lag they got. So That's true. Uh, Everyone does need a good connection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As we learned from episode 102, 102? connection 102? problems. <laughs> you, you, you should just, no, 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 just pay attention to every single episode that we've done. Uh, pretty much every single one that Saki's on, he'll lose the connection. Oh, and, that, uh, that happens to me in our 
our own podcast. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably end up dropping out sometime during the show. Which is like you dropped out in our podcast. No, that well, yes, actually, it's exactly the same way I dropped out in your podcast. That was fortuitous timing, though, because uh, I really had to go. People were showing up from out of nowhere, like ghosts yeah. or something. No, like my door opened and some people walked in. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you live in an apartment. Isn't your door locked? Not usually. <laughs> so wait, Not all those times here. where I go up there and knock on your door, I could. I just... tell you, come on in. Well, yeah, but I don't even have to really knock. I could just walk right on in. Uh, oh yeah, the knocking is appreciated, but most of the time, yeah, you can just walk in. I really shouldn't be saying this on a recording. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh, Dave, what's your address your again? <laughs> One, two, six, seven, no, Northbury Lane. He lives on the sixth floor of a building. <laughs> apartment. That actually narrows it down a lot because there aren't many buildings in Ann Arbor more than six stories. Uh, that's true. <laughs> All right. So do you want to get the show on the road here? Yeah, we. I suppose we should. Fine. <laughs> Normally it's more banter, but we'll... Make us do work. I see how it is. Oh, yeah. Last time I... we have you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, my whole thing is I want to have plenty of time to banter while we're on topic. Oh, wait. On topic? What is this... <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps you've forgotten which podcast you're on right now. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I'm right. the one we signaling, have... like, John, come on, let's go. Let's go. John, John, stop them now. Go, go, go. You see, we, we have a list of topics, but sometimes we only hit a few number of those topics because we just go off on other things. It's oh, okay. fun. It's and enjoyable. And since our listenership continues to rise, I guess people like it. Oh, I'm sure they do. It's something different. It's, it is. It's something <laughs> random. Yeah, okay. So well, anyways, then. Andy, tell me about Twitter users in Sweden. There are Twitter users in Sweden? Well, I assume so, because this says that there are 75,000. Well, I'm sorry. You asked me while I was in the middle of drinking, so that's why I have to okay. the link. It seems that there are an estimated 14 million people on Twitter right now, Okay, which is a is lot. active or...? Well, I see that's the kicker. Is The exact number is hard to determine, but basically they use 14 million as a, as a ballpark, and then they basically... They, there's a whole PDF about this thing, but I hate linking to PDFs because some people have Adobe Acrobat, and that just takes forever to load. Box it reader. I, I know. That's what I use. That's what you use. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have use. a problem with Adobe? I, no, no, because I, I use Adobe Photoshop, InDesign. Um, let's see, what else do I use from photo, uh, Adobe? Um, we use After Effects, Booth. Bridge, Dreamweaver. Uh, fireworks, Flash, Illustrator, InDesign, Photoshop, Premiere, Sound Booth. You, you said like two or three of them twice. Well, yeah, you said Sound Booth and Photoshop twice. But I guess Reader, Acrobat Reader is just out entirely. Yeah, Acrobat. Yeah. I love Adobe. Acrobat Reader, however, sucks balls. <laughs> I love how like when you start up Adobe Acrobat Reader, you can actually like read all of the patents <laughs> pending on there while it still loads, and you'll get to the end of the list, and you'll still have time, so you can actually like go back and read a couple you can of them go over make again. a sandwich, come back. Oh, <laughs> PDFs, they're great, but then God, why was it Adobe? See, that I just use Preview for it since I got a Mac. So ah, well, yeah, well, Box it Reader for Windows works. I'm sure it does. Macintosh. Yes. Yes, me and my Mac loving. I do have a desktop that runs XP and it breaks every couple weeks. So That sounds familiar, except Dave runs Vista. <laughs> Not get, the OS's fault that it breaks. <laughs> it's just the programmer's fault that the OS's fault that it breaks. Oh, it's just that usually it's hardware on my end. Okay. 
This is I project this field of nega electronics. There are many things that Dave has broken with just by being near it. That said, I break Max easier than I break anything else, which I find incredibly funny given the uh, mentality of Macs are foolproof and user-proof and fantastic and will never break. I've got the equivalent of a blue screen of death on a Mac. It exists. It's gray. I have... Well, this is what I'm thinking about this. For the average consumer... They're not doing anything crazy. They're just basically getting in their car, driving to the store, driving back. Dave, on the other hand, is a little bit of a tinkerer and a little bit of a heavy user. So I expected to be able to run Photoshop, Word, and Safari at the same time. Is that too much to ask for? No. Because that's when it breaks. (laughs) Okay, no, I'll I'll tell you this. There's There's one time where I've had my Mac really freeze on me badly, and it was because I had ADM, the IM program for Mac. I had Word, I had Skype, I had Photoshop, I had Premiere, I had two audio programs, a recording one and a uh, audio surfacing program, a uh, program that use that I use for my uh, soft uh, uh, musical pedal system, and I think I also had Warcraft Three running in the background. Just for the heck of it. Well, no, I was playing it earlier, and then I paused the game because I was doing really well on a Dota campaign, so okay. I didn't want to just cancel it out. I was whipping ass with a Lightning Revenant. I just couldn't pass that up. Man, I still need to get back into World of Warcraft Three. It's one no, of my. And- no, no. Or, wait, World of Warcraft 3, that doesn't work. Uh, right. <laughs> Warcraft 3. I just love how now, go. in my head, Warcraft automatically gets World of... Translated to World of, yeah. yeah. Well yeah, done, I, sir. I cannot do World of Warcraft anymore, but I love me some Warcraft 3 Dota. Because I'll just because you can sit there for about half an hour, at most an hour and a half, and just play out a game of Dota. And usually, that's actually what I do a lot of times when I go and hang out with my friends in Austin. We either go and we play Arkham Asylum, or we play Dota until like 5 or 6 in the morning. Have you, Tony, have you picked up a Demigod yet? Yeah, oh, actually, I played, it at, I played it at PAX last year. Actually, right next to Adam Sessler and heard him giggling. Right. The entire time we were playing. And it seemed really fun. And it was, I just, I remember having to not laugh too hard because I was playing the game and I, and the guy was like, well, do you know the system? And I'm like, yeah, this reminds me a lot of Dota. And it's like, yeah, we all play Dota a lot. And I'm like, oh, so you're basically just stealing Dota for, for profit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But it, it's actually a good game. No, I've heard a lot of great things about it. I haven't, I just haven't picked it up yet. I was half tempted to uh, try to grab a copy for myself and then maybe try to see if about other people's having it on my other computers so that I can get multiple people's playing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, yeah, like I said, I have a bunch of friends in Austin that we love playing games like that. Right. So we, I think we'd have a blast trying out uh, Demigod for an evening. Or All right, so a week back to the, the like ridiculous usage of your Mac, which was already an off-topic. <laughs> I No, it's kind of funny. Like I started going through my head and I'm like, okay, my computer can do that, my computer can do that. And then he started adding more and more programs and I'm sitting there thinking, my computer's going to start to cry now. My computer gets into a little fetal position and hides in the corner at this point. And then at this point, I don't know what happens. I have a feeling your- I, could, I could run all those simultaneously. You know, Andy, Not I'm going to make active. your cry even harder. Is it a desktop or is it a laptop? It's a desktop. With no, yeah, hold on, my hold on let, me get the, let me get the stats just to let you know. It's a desktop. Mm-hmm. I am running a yeah, Andy's 64, desktop is old. Yeah, 64 AMD Athlon, 2.2 okay. gigahertz with a gig of RAM. Okay, that's DDR RAM, not DDR2 or 3. Okay. My graphics card is an AGP graphics card. Shows you how old that is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even buy AGP anymore. 
You, you can. It's just now becoming expensive. So literally the next thing that fails on this computer means that I'm going to have to buy a new CPU, new motherboard, new graphics card, new RAM. I think I could use my SATA drives. That should be, well, SATA drive. <laughs> and then I could probably steal one of the DVD. They could steal the DVD burner off of this because unless, mm-hmm. do they even do DVD drives on IDE? Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah, they do. Although you can get the little converters for uh, IDE to uh, serial ATA. I think they're only like 10 bucks or something like that. It's just like, it's, it's an extra little power supply piece you put into it, and then you can, and then it converts it to serial ATA. So you can use all your serial ATA ports if you don't, if you have a motherboard that doesn't have too many IDE drive, uh, IDE slots. Well, how many yeah, like, IDE slots do you need now? You just have an optical drive. If you really need yeah. an optical drive anymore, well, it just depends the, on how the many one older for the hard drives because all the hard drives are all SAT. There's got somebody's probably got to have a DVD drive that runs off of SATA. Oh yeah. Oh no, they do. I know Sony does. I'm. I know for a fact Sony does because one of my friends has one. Like I just like for me, actually, my my DVD drive actually runs off off of SATA, but it's because I got the little converter thing for it. But I I had a bunch of old hard drives that that weren't serial ATA, and so I was going to get when I upgraded my computer the last time, which was two years ago. I was going to get little converter things for it, but all, but the two of those failed, and so I got two other serial ATA uh, drives, and that worked fine for me since. Just for curious, I went to go see about CD DVD. Uh, drives, not burners, just regular drives. Newegg only has five of them for mm-hmm. sale. And you could only get four of them right now. All of them are under 20 bucks. Oh, yeah. Two well, of them are SATA. It's not going to burn. Well, I don't know why you would get a, just a regular DVD drive without a burner attached because it just, it would seem pointless. Yeah. It's cheaper. And then you got to get the, you gotta get the uh, dual layer burner so you can make uh, 360 games. You can burn them on the DVD. <laughs> Actually, they're not that much cheaper. You hear LG DVD plus minus R DVD burner, Mm $21.99. Okay. Yeah, it's not worth it. No, it's it's (laughs) honestly right now not worth buying a DVD player that's not a burner. No. But now it's like, do I even really need an optical drive? I'll just buy a hard drive and then just get all the ISOs. It, it's still worth having an optical drive, especially if you buy any new uh, software. Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, okay, no, you... CDs and DVDs. I mean, digital distribution is, is coming, but it, it's not quite not there yet. yet. Well, I mean, the whole point also is that, I mean, if you, get, if you have to do anything with your OS, you better have an optical drive or you're not going to have an OS. Yeah, that's true. Good luck installing good luck. Windows without a DVD drive. Yeah, exactly. Although, uh, word of advice, Andy, for you, if you do end up upgrading your desktop, uh, I don't know, do you actually, do you build your own desktops? Of course. Okay, if you I, do, I've I would definitely... I've actually never bought a computer out of a store before. I've oh, really? Never, I've never, I got my sister's computer, which she got in 98. It was an IBM Aptiva, three gig hard drive. Um, Damn. Yeah, three gigs. It was so much space back then. That is awesome. <laughs> um, but I got her old computer for a bit, and then I just started building my own computers. I had one of my friends show me, who have built computers before, show me the first time, and I'm like, oh, this is easy. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, I've always just been building computers. I've actually still got the DVD drive from that first computer still in here. So yeah, I actually, have parts from the original computer that I built. Yeah, the only computer that I ever had purchased for well, that I was purchased as a whole was purchased for me by my parents when I went to college and it was a I think like $150 e-machines computer piece of shit yeah e-machines 
Whew. Yeah, and then uh, sophomore year in college, I got a uh, I got a co-op, and I used fifteen hundred dollars from that I from what I made from that co-op to build my own computer for the first time, and it was it was hella fun. I just like went over to Fry's, and I was like, I got fifteen hundred dollars to blow. What do you what can I get? <laughs> and they're like, you can get this, 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 and this, and this, and this is how you put it all together. Okay, I'm good. So, and then just took it all home, built it that day, and installed my OS. The next day, I had everything up and running. But uh, if you do build it, if you do rebuild it, I'd actually, I know there's a bunch of NVIDIA fans out there, but if you're looking to really uh, enjoy the fuck out of your uh, video card and really be able to deck it out, go ATI. I've always gone ATI, actually. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. AMD. Sorry, because AMD owns ATI AMD or AMD ATI. I think it's Uh, just AMD and it's like the ATI brand sub model thing. I don't know. Well, I know when you get the video cards, they're actually ATI. But then there's there's a there's a particular set of the ones. I think it's the Radeon ones that are AMD ATI Radeon X. Blah 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 blah. I actually I always go with Sapphire's versions of the ATI cards because they're cheaper and their ability to overclock them is a whole lot easier than with a stock ATI card, mm-hmm. which is what I'm running right now. Yeah, but the crossfire ability for those things works beautifully. There's there's nothing that I'm going to need crossfire for at least for the time being. It, no, there there isn't. Period. Unless you start doing like ridiculous video editing, most, you're not going. Most um, of the video editing though is run through Crisis the CPU and Premiere at the same time. <laughs> One window is. <laughs> Crisis and the other window is Adobe Premiere. Right. <laughs> See, the the thing is, Andy, though, don't forget, more and more processes are being offloaded to the GPU. I know. That's why so, my my old brain mentality was going, oh, you don't really need that good of a graphics card. You need a good input output card if you're doing video editing, but you need a whole lot of RAM and a fast CPU. But now, yeah, now, now you need a good graphics card. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Well, you, you don't need, but it's helpful. Yes, it makes things go faster. Right. And that's even on things like Photoshop now are yeah. being optimized to use a GPU. Oh yeah. Well. Well, and, and just video quality in general, like if you're going to be watching, like I know for me, like I'm I'm actually, John and I are moving out of the place we're in now. I'm going to be moving to a place by myself. I'm actually not going to do cable anymore. I'm just going to do Hulu for everything. Yep. Or I get it through <clears throat> Torrent and... Uh, hey, hey, I, if, if I can get it off their webpage, I'll gladly get it off their webpage. Because <laughs> I, I, I can stream it off their webpage. I don't have to wait for it to download, but... Tony, are you a Nielsen family? What's that? <laughs> right, then you're not. So don't worry about yeah. it. So don't worry about downloading torrents of TV shows. Because yes. it doesn't matter. To, it, you could they watch them or you lose could, money. Yeah, they don't lose any money at all if you download TV shows. No, the only, I think the only time that you could justifiably get pissed off it is like if you're stealing on DVD sales. But really? I mean, like uh, uh, for me, like recently got Animaniacs because good luck trying to find DVDs for old Animaniacs shows. Yeah. And, Actually, I uh, think most of them are on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at this but point. if I can so. get the digital remastered DVDs versus the crappy TV rips off of torrents. I'll go for the DVD. Like I've got, we've got all the bone seasons on DVD. We've got all of the uh, much bones. The, yeah. <laughs> what? What's wrong with bones? Uh, just Angel and yeah, the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing at me. I don't either, but it's really funny. It's, it's bones, dude. What, what? I mean, it's it's not okay. It's I, there are worse shows than Bones, but really, Bones, Bones, and House. Okay, House, I can kind of accept because Hugh Laurie is awesome. Well, yeah. Although I can't watch that anymore because because uh, the Indian dude is gone. So oh yeah. He was, uh, Cal left to go actually work for the White House. Yep, he's gonna. I think he's working in the uh, in like press area or something like that. Uh, it was relations, public relations. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, South 
Asian and Pacific Islander. Oh, okay. He, uh, I know he had been doing a lot of talks for, uh, and promotion for Obama during the campaign, so that really didn't surprise me that it happened. But I was very disappointed to see him leave House. And so I was like, the like pretty much the last two seasons, the only reason I was watching was because of him. And then now it's like, oh, I really don't want to watch the show anymore. Well, I'm watching it now because Hugh Laurie is literally going crazy. Yeah, he's, he's kind of driving himself insane. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's like I, still a I good show. I can only do so much of Hugh Laurie, maybe. Speaking of Hugh Laurie, though, that's also why I watch Bones, is because Stephen Fry makes guest appearances all the time. Oh, I love Stephen Fry. <sighs> do, have you all ever right. seen a little bit of Fry and Laurie before? Oh, of course. A little okay. bit of Fry and Laurie. Um, ask uh, Jeeves and Wooster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Adder. Did they, were they be... on Blackadder? Or was that him and uh, Mr. Bean? I think it was trying to remember who all was in Blackadder because there was a number of people that made it. I know. There was also a, a what is it show? The call, I think it's the, I think it's called the Scumpunks. It was a British show that on oh, the very first episode, it's the these four eighties era like it was like one guy's a hippie, one guy's like a Joy Division loving uh, like early hipster dude, one guy's a huge punk, and uh, one guy's this um, just like kind of gutter punk thing, and they. Yeah, the, they're all going to this stupid, terrible college, and they have to compete against these guys from Oxford, and two of the guys are, are Fry and Lori. Oh, God. <laughs> so it's just Fry and Lori just being pretentious as fuck, which <laughs> they can do very well. I even I actually want to get the um, the audiobooks of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but the British ones, not the U.S. ones, because the British ones, Stephen Fry is actually the uh, guy who reads. So if you think about it, it's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy plus Stephen Fry, which I can't uh, see anything wrong with that. Yeah. I actually have a copy of Hitchhiker's the audiobook, and it's read by Doug Adams. But, okay, yes, so, I can see it. There's the, but I don't know. It just seems like his voice plus Douglas Adams' works. There, there are times when authors can write but can't read, and there's t- Stephen King? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he was on, uh, shoot, NPR show. Dave, help me out. Wait, wait, don't Which, tell me. Yes. Okay. Like, which NPR show? He's been on a yeah, bunch of so them. there's so many good ones. There was always... Talk of the Nation? No, it wouldn't have been on Talk of the Nation. Uh, um, Diane Reem? <laughs> there's, let's see, there is Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Car Talk. <coughs> um, beyond that, though, I haven't really been listening to much NPR lately. Oh, you don't watch, uh, or you don't listen to Prairie Home Companion? I've never actually been a fan of Prairie Home Companion. Oh, and This American Life. Sometimes either. it's good. Sometimes it's not. This American uh, Life, I think, is terrible. What do you know? <laughs> I think is absolutely awful. Man, you guys are missing out on Prairie Home Companion. That is a beautiful, beautiful show. Their joke show is definitely worth listening to. So, but I guess maybe it's just—it's kind of a I, there's a level of nostalgia that goes into the that goes into the enjoyment of a show like Prairie Home Companion. But it just like his stories that he has are brilliant. They're so hilarious. I, I've tried listening, and then there's times where I just get bored listening to Prairie Home Companion. It just does not humor me. It does not entertain me. It's just... News like, from Lake Wobegon's pretty good. Not really. So I'd like to thank you all for listening to um, what we listen to on NPR. Yeah. <laughs> so, Twitter users. Yeah. I don't even know how we went from... Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. Twitter users. Okay, just quickly, they're, they're 62% of the Twitter users are out of the U.S. The next biggest one is the U.K. at 7%. So majority of the Twitter users are out of the U.S. I don't know what 62% of 14 million is. It's slightly over 7 million. But um, a large percentage of the members of Twitter are not actually active. 50% of Twitter users haven't updated their Twitter posts in the last seven days. So an entire week. And I actually want to check something. I, I know I have By updated 8.7. my Twitter. 
seven million. Damn it, Dave! It's about eight point six million that are. I was going to point out how the uh, the fact that our podcast hasn't been updated in a while, and then three minutes well, ago, it actually would have been five days, but it's actually about three minutes ago. <laughs> so while you guys were going on about Prairie Home Companion, I thought, yeah, I should probably just update that we're recording. <laughs> Damn it! I thought I was going to point out that our our podcast, our own Twitter, hasn't been updated in a, but three minutes ago. In yep. five days, Andy, less than a week. Mm-hmm. It updates theoretically when we record and when it's published. Theoretically, yeah, it, w- it would actually practically be updated at those times if I ever knew what the um, login info was. <laughs> But I don't. You know what? I, I have to say there's one that's kind of surprising for me, and that's the Philippines. And why are they so high? Philippines are between Japan and Norway. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's more than Spain and Sweden and New Zealand. It's like, wait, what? Why? I mean, I can understand China being low, like pretty low. I mean, pretty much the only people that Twitter and China are reporters. Right. OK, so half the Twitter users haven't updated it in the last seven days. Twenty one percent of the users have actually never posted a tweet that's me i've actually never posted a tweet my wife um is on twitter now and she hasn't posted a tweet yet either yet she's surprised that people are following her i keep on telling her it's spam no not all of it i followed her yes but limmer followed her she's not gonna post anything okay anybody else who follows her anything to follow her actually i have a set of friends in austin that the only way to communicate with them is through twitter it seems they have no phone they have no they don't use their phones <laughs> they like the like if you want to get a hold of them you sh- like the and they don't and they don't answer their IMs but they will check Twitter so they have and they have their laptops with them at all times so what that you do is you actually respond to their status on Twitter or like you send a, or you send your own little tweet that says like we're going over here I'm hoping a- uh, Anthony and Robin will join us and <laughs> and then and then they will try to get a hold of you at that point <laughs> it's just like okay. <laughs> well, I guess that works. So, I, I mean, it, it seems like it is a valid form of communication, but I don't know. It's I just don't see what's all... I, I mean, it just doesn't seem all that impressive to me. Well, this is what the next stat that they talk about is kind of interesting. 5% of the users account for 75% of all the activity, 10% account for 86%, and the top 30% account for 97.4% of the total traffic on Twitter. I, I'd say users of Pax IRC are a part of that 97, that or that uh, top 30%. Yeah, the, the Twitter yeah. shitters or whatever they're called. The it's people Christ. Yeah. Pax forums. It is ridiculous. Yeah, John has had a little thing on his iPhone that it, uh, the app that will bling at you every time you get a tweet. And I remember sitting around to, uh, for the Ratatat show in between sets, and I just hear it, bling, 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 bling. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on there? People it's are tweeting. <laughs> it's, no, it's not even middle of PAX. It's like... Yeah, no, it, it's the PAX people. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I can understand this in the middle of PAX. I can understand being at PAX and everyone's going like, holy shit, it's PAX, holy shit, it's PAX, holy shit, it's PAX. No, it's really funny. It's, at PAX, it's like dead because everyone's there. <laughs> I, I think that's... I'm going to annoy the fuck out of everybody. I'm going to get... I'm going to get a... Uh, set up a thing. I'm going to uh, link it up to my phone so I can just send text messages and, uh, and tweet. And just every minute, every minute, I'm going to send a tweet just to fuck with people. <laughs> maybe I'll just, maybe I'll have like a GPS thing and just send my, my GPS location. Oh, <laughs> so man. Like every minute. I will Google Latitude this thing every minute. <laughs> you could actually, you could take it, you could put it into Excel spreadsheet, you could, and you could actually visually map, map out. That's ridiculous. You know, all right. <laughs> 
You could just take it a step further, just like the XKCD comic, and actually look up the locations comparing to actual uh, business names and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can Google post your location, and then it will just say, oh, he's actually here at this store. Yeah, but it'll just say the convention center the entire time. Yeah, that is true. Yep. So. Well, it might say, like, the restaurants around the convention center. Yeah, because we do go out to actually grab food at times. <laughs> well, I meant, like, you know, there's that bottom floor of the convention center, and there's actual things there. Mm-hmm. So that as oh. you're walking around the top floors, it just puts you vertically where you would be in the bottom floor yeah <laughs> maybe i maybe I, that's what i also maybe i need to actually put uh altitude as well <laughs> in the data. <laughs> so you can actually three-dimensionally map it right right that would be terrible this oh, is what happens speak- when geeks talk about this sort of stuff they take a joke and then they run with it going <laughs> you know we actually could do this oh yeah we could add altitude onto this one and yeah, then- it's really funny is we actually could do this one <laughs> It's like when Dave and I were joking about the fridge, and now every time I open the fridge, I go, you know, we probably could put a little wire around there and put the whole door as an RF, basically, <laughs> tag reader. And then you could do some voice communication and then tell them. And I'm sitting there just going, no, no, it's a joke. It's a joke. But then I think, well, you could put a scale on this thing, and then you pull it because you, you can only pull out two things at a time because you only have two hands. Mm-hmm. So it could easily go. Oh, okay. I beg to differ. Not that we have two hands. That that's pretty. I was going to say, not, um, not, but that's that's pretty common. Uh, but pulling out only two things, stack them. Yeah. Are you going to try and pull everything out of your refrigerator at once? And yes. the shelves are removable. You'll go shelf at a time. I could pull out the entire shelf if I needed to. Why? I don't know. Just to, just, just to fuck you, but Andy. Just I often do pull out more than one item at a time with a single hand. Now, I'm just picturing when I actually have this smart fridge, Dave will literally come over and then take the entire shelf out at once, laugh <laughs> maniacally, the fridge. and then just walk away. I just see Dave walk in the door, go over to the fridge, pull out the entire shelf, drop it on the floor, laugh, and then run away. I wouldn't drop it on the floor. You would set it gently on the floor, laugh, and then run away? Pretty much. <laughs> Or I would take it with me, laughing and running away. Walk it. I need to borrow this. <laughs> I'll be back at some point. He's going to tip over the fridge a little bit so everything spills out onto yeah, the floor. Yeah, there we go. One <laughs> thing at a time, tiny. two things that max my ass. <laughs> How would you handle, like, ice cube production? Or is the freezer a separate entity? The freezer is a separate entity. Okay, so the freezer is not even being counted in this. Oh, well, then no, no. You, what you do is you put a, you have like a tube that the ice cubes go down, and you put a little, and you just put a laser through it. So anytime the re, the beam gets disrupted, it's a counter. Ah, you have to have one of those fridges that has the automatic ice maker and dispenser. Mm-hmm. But if you're going for a smart fridge, you might as well just go for the top of the line Uh-oh. fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we still talking about this? <laughs> I don't know, Dave. Because we can. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna jump back about five minutes to uh, PAX real fast just to ask you guys well one are, are both of you you buy, both are going right if I find a job yes okay if, if you find a job my yes job doesn't say no okay <laughs> let me All put right. it this way my chances of going to PAX are higher if I don't find a job <laughs> and my chances <laughs> of going to PAX are lower most likely nil if I don't find a job so what hap- So what needs to happen is Dave you need to find a job and then give it to Andy <laughs> I don't think Andy qualifies for my jobs 
Probably not. That's a teacher certificate. Yeah, we need to look into uh, how transferable airplane reservations are. (laughs) Well, if you guys are both, if you guys do end up making into PAX, are you guys planning on uh, being part of the PAX prank that we're going to do? Hopefully. Okay. Johnny hasn't told me like anything since I said, yes, I'd like to do this. I haven't heard anything either, but I'm going as Waldo again. So that reminds me, Andy, I might need to borrow your Waldo costume. Why? Because one of the nights at top of the park is video game night. Okay. Where they encourage cosplay waldo had a video game yes he had an NES as did game. as did carmen san diego you're gonna oh so laura and i would be going as as waldo and waldo. carmen san diego isn't there I, a I, comic about waldo and carmen san diego having a kid that disappears <laughs> as soon as it's born what? Wait, <laughs> i swear there's a comic terrible. about that. waldo carmen san diego <laughs> comic the world's most elusive human being comic. That's terrible. August twentieth, two thousand and eight, off of Dig. Let's see where the comic is. I'm thinking it's. I think it's his comic. So the plans aren't firm yet, but we, we might do that. But Tony, get him back to the PAX prank. Yeah. Um. Well, I, we're keeping it pretty much as secret as we possibly can until the very last minute. Um, okay. But basically, um, what we're gonna, what's happening uh, for those who are listening and don't know what the hell I'm talking about is, uh, we're going to be. Well, last year we did the whole bad horse thing where we gave people letters and uh, John and Prox and myself would jump up behind people's and uh, start. To Sing the bad horse letter, Beeples. And uh, we got such a great response from it that we decided we're going to do another prank. And we also got kind of peer pressured into it by about, I don't know, 5,000 people that were like, you need to do this again. You need to do this again. You need to do this again. Um, so we came up with an idea that I think it's going to be really good, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to involve a number of people for this one. We're looking, if we can get at least... 30, if not something more like 50 plus people um, would be ideal. And what's going to happen is uh, if you go on to if you go onto the website and um, there's a link over to the forums, in the forums there's a deal where you can sign up for it. Or you can also uh, send an email to uh, john at uh, dash erickson at gmail.com letting them know you want to be part of the Paxo 9 prank. Um, we'll sign you up and then a month out we'll give you a bit of the details uh, what, what uh, like Fit, uh, actual requirements of stuff you're going to have to bring for it. And the other part is going to be, uh, when, and then the day before, I think that actual Thursday, is when we'll actually unveil what the prank is going to be to peoples. And then we're going to, and we're going to practice it out on Thursday and then start doing it uh, Friday. <laughs> it's going to be pretty, it's going to be pretty intense. We're really excited about this one, actually. Nobody knows, and nobody will know until, like, right then. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, we're, we're, it. It's not going to be difficult for anybody. It's going to be the, a retarded kid with an IQ of 57 could do this prank. Is so, it along the lines of what we, we had been discussing previously? Um, it's along those lines. So, okay. um, so yeah, it's nothing, it's nothing that's going to be intense. Uh, but, it's going to be, but if we get a big enough crowd for it, it's going to make a great impact doing it around, uh, doing it around the convention. It's, so, is it based off of that one guy from that one video game? Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> that narrows it down. <laughs> exactly. I, I said so. guy. So. We're going we're gonna to stop now before we give away any more information. <laughs> right. But uh, if, you, if you guys, I, I would say, though, if you guys and to anybody listening, um, 
if if you liked the bad horse uh, prank that we pulled off, we're going to have just as much fun with this one. We've already planned out everything for you, so it should be uh, it should be a cinch. Um, and we just we really hope to get plenty of participants for this and get a good response out of it. And uh, from the polling that we've taken amongst our nerdy friends, we've gotten a lot of people that are really liking the idea. So you scare the shit out of some poor bastard, aren't you? Oh, bastards! Yeah. Well. <laughs> Hopefully Gabe and Tyco will be included in that scaring at some yeah. point. <laughs> so, but uh, I know that we're definitely going to have fun with that one. So, are you, Do you guys have any uh, random plans for PAX? We hadn't really discussed any since both of us aren't entirely sure we're going. <laughs> yeah. Once um, we're sure PAX, if we're going, then... I, I have a feeling that if, if either one of us doesn't go to PAX Prime this year, we'll both go to PAX East. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially because Andy, I can get us free housing oh well that's a bonus yeah nice uh so if there isn't something random at pax prime then we uh, we could certainly do something random at pax east very true very true uh if you guys don't make it to pax uh prime you guys what you should do is get uh recruit a couple people out of uh, pax irc to uh be the designated andy and dave <laughs> you can get even go as dress up as waldo <laughs> You can even go as bad as doing like a, what is it, um, White Snow or Snow Crash, I'm sorry, where it's like you do something where it's like they have uh, they have like a webcam attached to their head and uh, a microphone or a microphone and speakers attached to them. And you're just watching via and they have it connected to a laptop that's like ad hoc to an iPhone or something. So it has a continuous wireless connection. Tony, and, I uh, lay dibs on you <laughs> as the, uh, the Dave I would of not, PAX. I would totally be up for doing that for a day. That'd be brilliant. And then you, could, and you can just talk through me. <laughs> You'll be on the other side with the, with the laptop. Yeah, that, that talking, sounds good. Listening to people. Uh, wow. Totally, if you, if you do not, uh, I will say it now. If you do not make it to PAX, I will be Dave for a day. Uh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you also uh, will be my designated button trader then. Sounds like a plan. Okay. <laughs> huh. Cool. So right now it costs $166 to take the train from here to Boston. For March of next year? Yeah. That's not bad. No. Uh, what's it from, not that this is important to the podcast, but what's it from Toledo? Um, I don't know. I was checking out of South Banks. That's the closest for me. Toledo for you would be... Because I don't want to drive four hours to South Bend just to take the train back. Hold on, I have to actually, I misspelled Toledo. Wow. I know. So, well, Andy's looking oh, that up. I really, so right now, I just got, I just had two friends. Uh, oh, by the way, Andy, in, at my place, I do keep the back door unlocked. So anyone who wants, who, any of my friends who shows, uh, show up, they just walk right in. Uh, I had two friends who just walked in and one of them just gave me a chocolate cupcake. <laughs> oh, you lucky bet. See, that's why you leave your door unlocked. So if you leave your door locked, people couldn't give you chocolate cupcakes. <laughs> is, is that like and, reverse burglary? Plum wine is, <laughs> I, I'm getting I'm getting plum wine and cupcakes. This is brilliant. Holy this is, shit! I, have great friends. <laughs> I want your friends. <laughs> Fuck you, be me. I want to be you. <laughs> My friends don't bring me plum wine and chocolate. Cu- I, I probably couldn't eat the cupcakes, but I want plum wine. Wait, why couldn't you have the cupcake? The flour. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, you have a flower allergy. Yeah, I, I can't have wheat. Yeah. Is it a blood allergy or is it a... Yeah, it, it's uh, a gluten sensitivity. Okay, so, so you get all woozy and it's like you're on drugs or something. Not quite, but it, it's not fun. All right, Dave, yeah. it's uh, $81. Sorry, I was looking at the price actually for two people. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, $166 for two people each way. Round trip? No, each way. Oh, one way, okay. So $166 round trip, basically. Yeah. Per person. Okay. Yes. That's not bad. No. Then again, it's only a 12-hour drive. Yeah. But you're also dealing with toll roads, and it's a 12-hour drive. Yeah, so, but we could join up with the CCST. There isn't going to be a reverse CCST. Mo and I have been trying to squelch any idea about that. Really? No, no, no. no. All the people from the West Coast that are going to go out there should have a CCST. Yeah, evidently Mo and Andy are trying to stop them. You know Why? what it's like driving through the mountains in March? Yes. Yes, I do, actually. Do you think the people in Seattle will be able to handle that? If they can't, then why the hell do they live in Washington? I don't know. But they yeah, have, I mean, the mountain passes have actually closed sometime during March in previous years because hmm. of snowfall. That kind of sucks. So yeah, but there's, there's alternate routes. <laughs> driving multiple hours south in order to go east? Yeah, pretty much. Or north. <laughs> Into Canada? <laughs> oh, Canada. Wow. It's like, the, that's like reverse logic. Oh, there's lots of snow on the ground. Let's go to Canada. <laughs> I've driven through Canada during, after a snowstorm. It wasn't fun. Well, actually, I didn't drive. Kate drove because there was no plows or anything on the road. It was horrible. Oh, phooey. You guys are wimps. Come on. I drove by Prius through a snowstorm in, in Arizona out of, coming out of the Grand Canyon. A snowstorm in Arizona? Oh, it, yes. It's it, brilliant. It gets it gets cold enough down there. It, that's what, yeah. like all of a half an inch. Uh, try a foot and a half. Okay, that's impressive for Arizona. <laughs> yeah, it, well, try a foot and a half with uh, with no snowplows, and the only thing you, and the only way you can drive straight is the eighteen wheeler in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that so was I, a little bit scary with the tiny Lydia driving. <laughs> yeah. So I just looked at how much time we have left. <laughs> what are we at? Like five how far minutes are we left? over. <laughs> Oh, we're at 52 minutes pre-editing, oh, which means uh, we've got about 20 minutes left, including trying to get in the random topic. Yeah, which we forgot to roll for. I'm doing oh, that right I, now. No, I already rolled. Oh, fine. I see how wait, it wait, is. Wait, 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 wait. I don't get to roll? No. <laughs> what kind of question is that? I'm the guest. I should be able to roll. <laughs> Do you have a D5? Um, Dave? Oh, we got more? Yes. Oh, please, you see, please this, Dave, Dave doesn't know what goes on in his own forums. So. No, I don't. I told you I don't. I have the mathematical equivalent of a D5. Okay. Well, evidently we need more than a D5. We need, what, like a D6? D14. Holy shit! What the hell happened? <laughs> People posted new random topics. This is why you need to pay attention. <laughs> and I already rolled... Okay. Okay. And so we're going to go with my roll, but we we should we not yet. We've got another like 7 minutes. Okay. Before we should hit the random topic. So let's let's burn through these. Um the people who uh did the Blu-ray DRMs are trying to close off the analog hole, which for those people who don't know, the analog hole is basically what comes out of your TV. So I don't know how they're trying to close that down. I guess by making the analog H crappy resolution. So it's not actually in HD when it comes out of the analog outputs. Right. Uh, which is why I hate DRM so much. Yes. Um, day after DTV day, that was last Friday, um, turns out that over 300,000 people called the FCC on Friday. Well, so, at least they knew who to call. Yeah, that is true. 
Ghostbusters. Hey, that game's out now, finally. Yes, and it's actually pretty fun. Which game? Ghostbusters? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, it came out yesterday. Yeah. John pre-ordered it seven times, I think. What? Well, because it got pre-ordered, and then it got canceled, and then it got pushed back, and all this. Like, I think he had to pre-order it, like, six or seven times. Do you get your money back at all for the pre-order if it gets canceled? Yes. <laughs> yeah, if it gets canceled, you get your money back. Okay. Um, so Dave, Google Voice is letting you, they might be letting you in the future bring your own number to Google Voice? Yeah, it, it's currently a rumor with a little bit of support, but nothing like outright confirmed. Because I still remember back in the old cell phone days, you didn't actually, you weren't originally able to bring your number with you from carrier One to carrier. carrier, to carrier. Yeah. But now you're able now, to, so it just seems like a logical step that Google Voice should be able to do that as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. which would be really, 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 really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would actually use Google Voice then if I was able to keep my same number. Well, yeah. and if you can get an invite. Well, I know a couple of people who are using it. Yes, but Google does not give us invites to give out. Oh. It's not like Gmail was. Damn it. It's not like Google Voice used to be. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, should have taken it when I first offered it. Why didn't you Should take have. it when I first offered it? I'm not sure. Unless... I think you might have taken it when I first offered it. You might want to check. Yeah. Well, hey, Vandy, do we not have anybody that works at Google at Impex IRC? I don't think we do. I don't think we do really? either. Wow. Okay, well, I'll see uh, I'll see what I can do for you, Andy, if you really want, because I think I got some friends that actually well, work at Google. If if it actually transfers over and you're actually bringing your own number, then I'd want to use it. If not, then I don't. So we'll see. I'll, give me, I'll wait. I'll wait and see. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. All right. There's um, video games or video games. Um, space or no space? I say space. Matter of aesthetics, and I'll do it either way. I recognize them as being the same thing. But video games just looks like it got smashed together because there are tabletop games, there are card games, there are video games. Yeah. There should be a space. Without a space, it just looks like bleh. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And what about and plus then... I always liked using the VG yeah. acronym for Vic Games, so that just that ruins that one. <laughs> then it would just be V, which <laughs> v it was actually <laughs> V is for victory, and the miniseries is coming back. Uh-huh. Yeah, V the miniseries is coming back. You didn't know that? Okay. Did I you ever know. watch the original miniseries? Nope. Oh, it was a nice analogy to um, Nazis and aliens. An analogy to Nazis well, and aliens? Well, an analogy uh, to Nazis through aliens. <laughs> okay. Oh, brilliant. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my! <laughs> Just go watch wow, the Big Bang a... Theory and then go watch V. Uh, I've actually watched the Big Bang Theory. What? Ah ha ha! I was waiting to spring that one on you. <laughs> I knew it would come up. That's why I never said anything. <laughs> I've in fact seen no fewer than three episodes of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> well, what you think? Well, we don't have time to talk about that. <laughs> Damn it! We still gotta get through. You know, if you had brought it up earlier, we could talk about it. But nope. Next thing, tell me you guys are watching numbers, and I'm just gonna shake my head in disgust at you two. I watch numbers. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna stay shake my head in disgust at you. <laughs> we don't even have time to go into what's wrong with numbers. All right. Okay. Um, Obama says video games are a health concern in a speech to the American Medical Association. I don't know if he said that they're actually a health concern. It's just that he recognizes that it's what people spend their time doing, and it's not as healthy as other things. Yes, like going outside and playing outside. Yeah. I haven't actually played outside in a while. I did. Really? Did you throw the Frisbee around? Did Dave get disconnected? Yes, he did. Dave did not get (laughs) 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 disconnected. It sounds like he's drowning over there. (laughs) 
But no, but uh, hey, uh, one thing I will say, Andy, is this: is you know what I I I would like to see him say that the same type of uh, say that actual other things are health concerns. It's a, what, you can't well, just narrow it down. He did point it out there. He said the second step that we can all agree on is to invest more in preventive care than we can, so that we can avoid illnesses and disease in the first place. This starts with each of us taking more responsibility for our health and the health of our children. It means quitting smoking, going in for that mammogram or colon cancer screen, and it means going for a run or hitting the gym and raising our children to step away from the video games and spend more time playing outside. The video games? The video Yeah, I just didn't realize that until I actually read it because my <laughs> mind skipped. Because it's like the Google. Yeah, exactly. But no, no, no. Out of all of those things, video games are the only things that actually apply to children. Yeah. And there's I, a lot more things besides just video games that are causing health concerns for children. Yes. I'd like to point out smoking actually is a, a concern for children. Maybe not like super young, but between the ages of 10 and 18, I still consider that children. Okay. And there are a ton of smokers in that age group. Uh, yes, yes, there are, which is very sad. Are they, Pete, Dave, are they not people until they're in your phone book? What? It's Bill Hicks. Okay. <laughs> He's saying that there was a deal talking about abortion. He said that people that that children are people until they're in your phone book. <laughs> All right, uh, top bombs. Yes, um, basically somebody took Metacritic scores and compared it to the amount of games sold on each console compared to the number of consoles sold. So basically, the higher the rated, the higher the critics liked the game, but the less number of games sold compared to their base gave them a higher bomb score, basically. So things like Boom Blocks Bash Party for the Wii was a 4.38 score, so that was actually a pretty big bomb. Critics loved it, nobody bought it. Right. Geometry Wars Galaxies. So there's, a two, there's two lists here, one's with sports games, one's without. I'm just kind of sad that the Chronicles of Riddick are on both of those. <laughs> well, of course they're on both of those. If they're on the one with the sports, then they're going to be on the other one. Well, you never know, because some of the lower numbers might get kicked off because of the sports games. Uh, Unreal yes, tournaments but on there. The, the sports one is the first one. So if it's on the sports one... It's going to be on the second one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that, it's kind of sad. What I really want to know is actually go the opposite way. Go with the top 25 selling games on each console compared to this critic's score. <laughs> Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Madden. <laughs> um, NBA something. I don't remember what the EA version for basketball is. NCAA. NCAA. Do you guys ever play Trauma Center? Yes. I, oh, God, it was fantastic. I did play it on the Wii. That was one of the few Wii games I actually bought. Oh God. I'm glad Guitar Hero Metallica is on here because fuck Metallica. <laughs> You're saying I, that like it shouldn't have sold well? <laughs> I actually yeah, wanted they, to get a Guitar no Hero Metallica. should have bought that at all, period. <laughs> I guess I'm just pissing off Tony the entire time. I watched watch Bones, I watched Numbers, I watched The Big Bang Theory, I wanted to play Guitar Hero Metallica. <laughs> no, you're not pissing me off. I just have to shake my head in disgust at you and think of you <laughs> as right. a person. It's it. balanced. You run a Mac. That's, uh, I guess. <laughs> All right, so uh, bully scholarship Kindle. edition. Actually, that that actually is kind of surprising. I didn't think that bully scholarship edition bombed that badly. Well, the original bully was pretty good on the PS2, and the well, the 360 had some problems. Yeah, and then you yeah. there, there were, this one's for a lot the of Wii, which oh. yeah, it, it would not have sold well. No. I still want to play and it. It's it, like twenty bucks at GameSpot. Dave, give me like twenty bucks so I can go buy it. What? <laughs> Why am I giving you money so I can go buy bully? <laughs> Too bad. Damn it! All right. You're not going to bully me into giving you money. (laughs) I'm not going to bully you into giving me money so I can go buy bully? Right. 
Damn it. Right, okay, so Amazon is releasing the Kindle source code. Yeah. Why? Uh, because Jeff Bezos made comments about how the Kindle and the Kindle books will appear on more devices and that it would be better if there were competition. So he's so, trying to make his own competition. Yeah, he released the source code. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, go, take it, improve it, come back, have fun. No, no, but Andy, in, in what way is this not awesome? I, I don't know. It it's kind of is because basically with ebook readers, you have either the Kindle or you have the Sony ebook reader. And I want more options. Yeah, I mean, well, this, this, now they breed, this definitely does breed a lot more, uh, a lot more competition. But it's just, it, also, it also gives it a lot more uh, possibilities for what you could really do with the Kindle yeah. itself. I mean, this, this opens the door for, for any decent programmer to just be able to pull, to just pull some crazy-ass shit out of their hat and be able to just open the Kindle wide open to sub, something entirely new. Yeah. That we didn't even think of beforehand. But I... I really actually just want to get my hands on the Kindle just to look at it. I just I don't know where to look for one. My dad has one. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. All right. So All right. Senator Kerry says he wants to get rid of the AT&T iPhone exclusivity. Yeah, my yeah. guess is he wants to buy an iPhone and doesn't want AT&T. Which is understandable. Yeah. Well, you're right, because the, uh, the two years is coming AT&T up soon, service. isn't it? Because it, yeah. it was the end of June well, when they got released back in right. 07. Right. But if he were to buy it now, he'd be locked into a two-year contract. Yeah. But the original two-year contract of the original iPhones should be, yeah, coming up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I definitely agree with him. I, I would like to see the iPhone on other services, but I mean, you can't really fault. I you can't really fault Apple for signing up to an exclusivity deal. It's right. pretty intelligent of them. Yeah. Oh, it does remind me one thing, Andy, that I forgot to mention when you were out of the country. What? Well, out of the continental, because you were always in the country. Uh, the the Google Input Output Conference, Google I.O. Conference, had a gift for all the attendees, which was another Google-branded phone. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's multiple Google phones out there now, and Three Realms is bankrupt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that bet just backfired on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I, would, I would love to have an iPhone, but I really don't want to pay for the freaking data plan. It's, I don't know if you'd enjoy an iPhone. I've got, well, there are some points where I'm out and I want to look something up on the internet, but I don't want to pay the... Was ridiculous. The, it's the, like thirty bucks a month. Yeah, the thirty bucks a month on top of the what? I think it's cell phone. I actually just wrote this down. Cell phone bill for the two of us is seventy dollars. That's with our right text messages added to that. Which side note, paying five bucks a month for four hundred text messages is highway robbery. But that's basically the cheapest that you can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God, cell phones ridiculousness. It was actually right. kind of funny because the, the Senate point, I mean. actually had a hearing about text messaging the other day. Yeah, and they basically said that it's highway robbery. Yes. All right, so the so, last one, there's no money in blogging. Or podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> we should say we that. Can I, that. I, think we, I think we got like a $20 donation at some point. Nice. Dave, we need to set up donations on the front page. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I should uh, actually donate 20 I think it was 20 bucks to us, and then we used that towards getting uh, renewing the website, so... Yeah, we've made uh, about $35 off of Google Ads in the last two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> there is no money in blogging. Contrary there to is. the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. yeah. Well, there but, is the whole thing. Uh, you, have you guys looked at the whole Project Wonderful thing? No. That's the, it's the 
kind of community with utilizing that utilizing ads on multiple sites and then you put ads on your site and so you can sell space like pixel by pixel space you, you on exchange your site. space between sites yeah pretty much and oh, that allows you and so it just helps you can work within multi, within multiple sites and kind of see where you're um, where you're getting the most promotion from and stuff and it uh, a lot of times you can actually equal it out so you just it's a zero-sum gain but as far as from the actual promotion standpoint but you end up uh, you end up making a lot of uh, get a lot more users and can thus can get more money particularly if you're selling any um, t-shirts or stickers right. or whatever you guys would happen to try to make money out of speaking of which uh, we're actually designing t-shirts for our website nice so uh, I think we got one that's uh, it's got a big um, it says in big uh, block letters uh, horsed with a uh, mustache and a bowler cap over it <laughs> I like it so we're we're gonna bring uh, we're gonna bring a few of them with us over to PAX and see what people you're gonna give one to like Felicia Day. Well, she's not gonna be there. Yeah, she's not gonna be there. We're gonna hang out the rest of the uh, the cast of the guild. Okay. And, um, We'll probably give them. Well, we got like three designs we're going to do. We're going to hand them out to different people at PAX, uh, see what the response is, see if people like them, and we if uh, enough people like them, we might actually start selling them on the website. Cool. All right, we got to hit the random topic. Yes. Yeah. What's the random topic? I rolled ahead of time. I rolled a ten, so it's stand up comedy. Stand up comedy. Stand up comedy. Mitch Hedberg. George Carlin. Damn, Andy took mine. Bill ah. Crosby. <laughs> Bill uh, Bill Cosby. George Carlin. Um, Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Woody yeah. Allen, no. Woody Allen, he did fantastic stand-up. No, he didn't. Uh, Are you uh, kidding? I thought you I thought you were going to... When I heard in my head, I heard Steve Allen. No, Woody Allen, I shot a moose. It was a beautiful routine. Uh, Stephen Lynch. He does good stuff. And he's looking up the routine. Abbott oh. and oh. Costello. Oh, Abbott and Costello is a good one. That is good. Uh, also, uh, Steve Martin. Yeah, in Steve his Martin. early years. Mm-hmm. Robin, Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin Williams is. Oh some good God, stuff. Robin Williams is. What I would love to do. He was on um, Inside the Actor's Studio at one point, and the host actually came on. And he says, "If it looks a little disjointed, it's because Robin Williams was on stage for four and a half hours. What? <laughs> and literally, somebody had to be taken to the hospital because they were laughing so hard they gave themselves a hernia. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus." Uh, I want this raw tapes. I know. I would love to sit down for four and a half four hours and oh, listen to Robin Williams in unedited for TV. Oh my yeah, god, that'd be brilliant. Oh man, god. actually, oh, uh, actually, have you guys have you guys checked out Stephen Lynch before? I don't think so. Who who's the guy with oh. the uh, the puppets? Oh, oh gosh. Uh, Jeff Dunham. Yeah, Jeff yes. Dunham. I'm not a Jeff Dunham fan myself. I wasn't really until. Um, the Canadian this, guys uh, from the CCST last year were playing him while I was driving, and so I was listening to him, and he was actually kind of funny. Listening to a recording of a ventriloquist. I know. Yep. <laughs> he, he actually had a bit with a... Uh, there had been a group of deaf people who came to one of his shows. <laughs> okay, Okay. so we could... Like, that's like a, okay, a group no, of blind people going to watch a magician. Okay, so okay. we completely forgot about Richard Pryor, Roger, Rodney oh, Dangerfield... Oh. Oh, yeah, man. but Eddie Murphy, my still, wife, please. Although still all pale in comparison to Bill Hicks, dude. No, yes. Jeff Foxworthy, Richard Pryor, maybe. Richard Pryor, maybe. Like, can he has some good stuff? But if you guys have not s- sat down and listened to Bill Hicks, you guys should. It'll open up your mind. Andy Kaufman. Is, I tried to watch some of his stand up. That was yeah. his, his stand up's uh, great. Uh, uh, oh, what's his name? The guy with the annoying voice. There are many people who have annoying. He's voices. the Affleck yeah. duck. 
I have no idea who the Amphalak duck is. Oh. Shit. What, he's on uh, Aristocrats. For Godfrey? Yes. Yeah. His stuff was good. <laughs> oh, man. The Aristocrats. Whew. Yeah, you can just yeah. go through that for your list of stand-ups. Yeah. Oh, my uh, gosh. Actually, uh, did you guys see the um, the roast of William Shatner where Betty White was up? <laughs> that was I hilarious. Don't. That was brilliant. If you guys haven't seen that, that he, she was hilarious. Betty White is actually very funny. It was unexpected. Very crude. Bob Saget as well. Very crude. Oh, God. Bob Saget is hilarious. Surprisingly crude. (laughs) Hilarious, though. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Uh, All right. Chris Rock was a stand-up. In his his older days. Yeah. He was good. Basically, like, Chris Rock was the guy during the 90s to really bring stand-up comedy. Yeah. Eddie Murphy did some good stand-up comedy. Oh, Eddie Murphy. I got some ice cream. I got some ice cream. And you can't have none because you're on welfare. What? Yeah. Okay. Eddie Murphy. So these are like, skit. we just compiled a massive list of people we need to watch. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Have you, are there any of those that you have not seen? Oh, there's because a bunch of them I haven't seen. Yeah, of probably a couple. Okay. Oh my God. We completely what? forgot about Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard is awesome. Eh. How did, what? What do you mean? What? Eh? what? <laughs> Alright, I think we're done. <laughs> God, I can't believe you just fit uh to Eddie's. Yeah, you need to get you need to go sit down, you need to watch Dress to Kill and then laugh your ass off. Alright. I need to go sit down and finish coding. <laughs> yeah, uh before we leave, um Tony, where can everybody find you on the internet? Go to epicdefault.com and you can find our website. We got links to forums, we got tons of articles, we got podcasts, the whole shebang. Epic Default Podcast, really cool podcast. Epicdefault.com. Yep. Check. So, okay, I hope the, Is there a hyphen in that or no? Nope. One no, word. Okay. Just one, just one, one word. word. Yeah. I need to start Angle writing again the, for you guys. Uh, the E3 recap episode, so it was really cool. Because <laughs> I was on. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I just plugged myself at the same exact Dave, time Dave started to plug himself. Wow. <laughs> Right, we, we, yeah. Anyway, we need to. Are we done? We're so done. Stop recording. All right. Yeah. yeah.